0: Happy, sad, and everything in between. My name's Sean, and this is the Average Owner Podcast. Well, it's been a few weeks since I've uh, gotten the mic here to update my training leading into Mended Ponds 50K, which is just, I think, about two weeks away now. Um, But on this episode, actually, it's going to be a little different. Um, I plan to record next week, kind of give an update as to how things are going. Um, But this episode, I kind of wanted to pay tribute to a good friend who unexpectedly passed away just yesterday. Uh, Stephen Lee. Who's not only the host and creator of the Heartland Running podcast but was my co-host on this show uh, before I took a hiatus and like I said he was uh he was a good friend and it's completely sudden and unexpected, unfair um, it's just it sucks. <laughs> It really sucks um, Steven as I'm sure uh, anyone listening probably knows who Steven was whether it was from this show's first uh, iteration or from Heartland running or his guest appearances on the negative splits podcast uh, filling in for me when I wasn't there uh, you know that Steven was just a really likable really lovable guy very free-spirited and uh just enjoyed life enjoyed his two sons who he's raised for i think over 15 years as a single dad working taking care of the taking care of his sons and uh about four years ago started started running and to change his life for the better and uh I don't know it's just uh, this, this is really uh it's a really tough one to to deal with right now it's just uh you know you go through life and you you lose people uh you lose friends you lose loved ones and uh but for me personally you know everyone everybody that uh, I've lost I mean for the most part uh, have lived a long life and uh this one way too early. Stephen just turned 46. <laughs> and uh it's just way too young. It's way too young. Uh I would Stephen was a good guy and um this show today after I'm done talking a little bit about Stephen is actually it's the first appearance he was on the average runner before he became a permanent co-host on the show. Uh, so it was kind of an interview and, uh, I admit my interviewing style is not that great, but, uh, I listened to it today and I thought this would, uh, be perfect. Just kind of talk about him a little bit and then, and just share that interview that, uh, that I had with him and, uh, there's a lot of stuff in there he's talked about before after this uh how he changed his life you know his uh health at the time and what he did to get healthier and and his love of running and uh we talk about and I don't think you can hear it over the mic but my dog is barking right now and, and generally I would <laughs> I'd be getting kind of upset pausing the recording um but Stephen loved dogs, and uh, anybody who knew him, listened to the podcast. He he was always bringing dogs home, and we we talk about it on on this episode that I'm about to play. And we he's constantly just he always bringing dogs home. And just recently, he uh, brought one home that that uh, they decided you know to keep. And uh, he was in pretty rough shape, but uh, Stephen took care of the dog and and he would just uh, have these dogs follow him from he you know Stephen lived in Missouri out in the Ozarks and he'd be running in the country and these dogs would just follow him and just come home with him and uh you know I'm the opposite and I always I always thought man how does he how does he do it like I'm out running and if I see a dog I'm I'm terrified it's going to attack me and these are conversations that Stephen and I had had before um, about that, you know, the difference in dogs out in the country and, and here out in the suburbs, and he just, uh, you know, he just tell me in his way that you just gotta be gentle, you know, gentle with them, and and you know, approach them calmly, and, and they'll be fine. They're not, they don't want to hurt you, and uh, I think that was just more Stephen's approach in life. It seemed where he just kind of went at things with without being, uh, you know, there was no aggressiveness in it uh but that's not to say in his running he was uh, very dedicated and aggressive that way he he uh he would set out plans and races and he was very very smart about it i, I always appreciated that he was a type of person that again opposite of me would listen to his body and uh when things weren't feeling good you know We've all said, oh, yeah, when something's bothering you, you, don't run through it. And and he, for the most part, wouldn't. He'd say, no, I'm going to take some time off, and, and he'd get right back at it. You know, he'd get out there at like 4 in the morning every day and uh, get his run in. And then I would hear from him. Um, that's the thing, too. You know, I didn't just podcast with him. Uh, I didn't just talk with him on Facebook. But I talked to Stephen nearly almost every weekday and on the weekends as well at times. Um, but definitely every morning I would get a message from him on an app called Voxer that we use and, uh, always just happy finishing his run, hoping I got out there and hoping I had a good day, asking me how things are going. Um, and then we'd chit chat a little bit. I'd, I'd, you know, respond to him on the way to work and, and, uh, I'm going to miss that. <laughs> I really am. Um, that's that was probably the hardest part this morning was getting up and not hearing uh him uh, saying uh, good morning brother man that's how he'd always refer to me he would refer to everybody as brother um yeah it's tough it's um it's hard too because he does leave behind two sons uh that he was proud of love dearly and uh seem to have a really good relationship with them and uh it's just hard it's hard for them i feel for them so much um so and unfortunately uh there was no benefits to to pay for any services so there is a um Go fund me right now. I'm going to put that in my show notes here. And if you knew Stephen, and if he, uh, you know, if he touched you in the way that he touched a lot of people with how positive he was, uh, if you can help out, it would greatly help his sons, you know, put their father to rest the way he should be and uh, take some of that burden off of them. So I'm, I'm going to put that in the show notes. But I don't know. There's, it's hard he turned on a mic i mean i've been thinking about this since yesterday and i wanted to put something out with him on there um again it's just uh it's tough to it's tough to lose a good friend and just so unexpectedly and it's just again I, I'm, I'm sad like i said i'm sad happy that i was able to form a friendship and have him uh you know be be a friend and and, and part of his life and um just mad because i just didn't deserve he didn't deserve this um it's you know he had big big goals for himself uh in in his running career and uh just fell short of it by a few weeks uh he had his first 100 mile race coming up one that uh I thought he I told me he was crazy for doing. I couldn't believe it, but but I could believe it because uh like I said, he was dedicated to his running. He loved running, he loved the running community, he um I was glad that I, I had my time to have him as a as a co host. But I think when um when the show kinda of disbanded and we went our own separate podcasting ways, uh Heartland was something special to him and it was his his creation and it was uh something i know he 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 enjoyed something that he wanted to be successful um but he wasn't in a hurry for it i think he knew that uh if he was patient and uh people would would start to to find the show and people would talk about the show and they did you know i'm in He's he's gonna be messed. He's definitely gonna be missed by a lot of people, um, friends, family, and in the running community alone. He was a very a very positive force uh, with with the running community and and anybody he talked to. He's just uh, you'll hear it in in this interview if you haven't heard it before, and if you have, I'd I'd say give it a listen. Um, but I I mentioned I was kind of laughing about it when I listened to it earlier because. Um. It was when you hear Stephen talking he 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 talked with his hands i remember during this and he kind of was setting his hands down on the table and and it comes through on the mic a little thumping and uh and uh so i kind of mentioned something to him uh when i asked him to to come on as a permanent host and um yeah, one time i was on vacation and uh, he talked about having uh Andy Cloudon, who became his co-host on Heartland, and I said, "Yeah, you should you should do it, man. get Get a chance to interview and take take the reins." And he did, and did the interview, and he and he did the edit. And I remember getting a message from him on Boxer, and he just apologized. Uh, he said, "I completely understand why you got why you were so anal about you know the way the mic would sound or hitting the desk." He's like, it, You know and editing is not that easy and uh it's just funny because he became how i you know i was and with you know trying to just put out something that sounded really good he he would he became very um concerned with with that so it's just funny how that changes uh you know you hear this one and then Stephen became very professional about his his recordings and stuff like that so um but it's kind of funny like i knew steven before i had him on I'd probably talked to him when we've been talking for probably a good, Oh man, eight, ten months, maybe something like that, if not longer. And so I knew he, I just knew what type of person he was. I knew he would be a good fit for the show. I knew he would bring something uh, different to it. So, um, but he had never recorded in that way before. So I had him on a show, but I had every intention to, uh, to ask him to come on as a, as a full-time host. And, And, uh, he had fun and, and we talked about it and he, and he came on. So, uh, I was glad to, to, to have that time with him, uh, on the show that way. Um, I regret that we didn't get to record any other times after that. Uh, he, we were, I think we were on the splits one time. Um, but the other times he was on, uh, I, I wasn't there. He was kind of filling in that spot and, uh, uh, it just kind of sucks that I didn't get to, uh, record with him a little bit more, but I did get to, you know, talk to him. Like I said, pretty much every day, uh, you hear from him. So that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a really tough one. So anyways, uh, I don't know, I could probably go on a lot longer about it, but I'll just kind of end it there and, uh, hope you enjoy this first, uh, first time Stephen was on the microphone and uh, get to hear his uh, laugh again and uh, you know he uh, just such a good guy just it's a damn shame I I just I still can't believe it I I just it's gonna be a tough one to get over Um, but uh, you know I've got a lot of recordings so I'm gonna probably listen to a lot of them next couple days and and uh definitely think about him on some runs and uh he'll definitely be in my thoughts uh, at Mendon Pond's that's for that's for damn sure cuz I know uh, I know how he was and he'd want me to he'd want me to push through and and uh he'd always call me speedster <laughs> and uh I'm, I'm not really all that fast but he he would always give me that compliment so I'll try to try my hardest to To really uh, go as hard as I can at that race. And know that uh, he'd be proud. So I'm going to end that right there. But stick around. Give it a listen. And uh, I'll be back in a week or so with some updates on on Mending Pond. So, Stephen, I'll miss you, man.
1: Do you love running or maybe you're thinking about starting to run? Whether it's for exercise, recreation, or maybe you're getting ready for that local 5 or 10K. Join Sean and Jason, two average guys, who talk about the sport they love here on The Average Runner Podcast.
0: Hello, everyone, and thanks again for joining us here on The Average Runner Podcast. My name is Sean. And I'm Jason. And joining us tonight, we have uh, another average runner. He's been running a few years. Uh, I met him over on Facebook on the uh, Diz Runs Tribe, and uh, he's pretty active over there. Real cool guy, and joining us tonight is Stephen Lee. Stephen, what's going on, man?
1: Oh, not a whole lot, brother, man. How you doing?
0: I'm I'm doing pretty good. It's getting cold up here, but you're a northern guy too, right?
1: some yeah, semi-northern, Missouri.
0: So it's getting pretty cold, I'm sure, there. Um, things are going good. Uh, you know, originally, and I'm only saying this because we d- I did mention it on another episode, we were going to have you on... And just do strictly app coverage, but we're kind of kind after getting some more information about you and everything. I thought it'd be kind of cool to just have just a conversation, three guys that like to run and and find out a little bit more about you. Um, You're going to be 44 soon, probably a couple days after this episode comes out, right? And uh, you've been running what two? Just you said almost two
1: years, yeah, just under two years.
0: Um, So what I'd like to know is what. What got you started? I I think this is kind of an interesting story and how you got into it.
1: Well, uh, let's see. Until about two years ago, um, I was pretty overweight. I was about 220 pounds. Um, I have to mention I'm 5'7", so I'm not a tall guy. But, uh, see, I was overweight. I was having some blood pressure issues. And uh, one day I'm in my office and just, you know, feeling like I'm going to pass out. Something's not right a uh long-time coworker and friend uh comes in and she's like, "Steve, you, you don't look good." You know, and, and of course, I'm a guy, so I'm I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Right, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> but uh she was quite insistent. And she's like, "You know, I've known you a long time. something this isn't just not feeling good." So she she dragged my butt to the little med shed we have here in town. And um yeah, they were afraid I was going to stroke out. My blood pressure was so high. So um wow yeah so naturally you know they I had to stay there till they got the pressure down. They put me on medication and the stuff just didn't agree with me. I mean, I don't know, it just made me loopy and and at that time, I was like, enough, I'm done. I mean I'm done being fat and lazy and high blood pressure so uh we have a little community center here in town it's uh it's got a gym of about a hundred square feet, I think <laughs> but um so I started going there every morning before work um you know, and eating better and, you know, that type of stuff. And having decent results, you know, dropping a little weight, um, but was getting really bored. Just just it was dreading getting up. And uh, another friend of mine, he lives in uh, Springfield, though, suggested I try a 5K run that uh, him and his wife were going to do. It was, I think, about a month, month and a half out. And I had run in my Army days and, and, and always hated it. You know, they didn't teach you how to run right and, you know, just horrible. But I was like, okay, right. I'll, I'll give it a try. So uh, you know, just went out running, worked up a couple miles. I'm like, I'm good, you know. So I showed up to the run in my cotton t-shirt, cotton shorts, you know, <laughs> cotton <laughs> socks, you yeah. know, some Walmart shoes I had, <laughs> and uh, you know, it about killed me. But I, but I loved it. I absolutely fell in love with it. And uh, you know, they're like, well, we got a couple more five Ks, and I did those. And they're like, uh, well, the Panther runs coming up, and this is the run I'm going to do tomorrow, which would be October third. And they had a 5K, 10K, and 15K, and they were doing the 15. And I'm like, well, I'll go for the 10. And then I'm registering, and I'm like, out oh, of hell with it. I'll do the whole 15. So uh did the 15, did good for someone not running that long. And uh, after that, I'm like, I'm just going to do the half. And that led to the full, and here I am today. So <laughs> that's my story right. in a nutshell. Excellent.
0: Yeah, th- no, that's, uh, I mean, that's a good story. I mean definitely has changed your life. Are you, so you said you were 220 two twenty when you when you started
1: I was two twenty the last time I weighed myself before that uh-huh. happened. I might have been two twenty five. I wasn't losing weight, so Right.
0: Right, yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: you know, a twelve now, pack of Doctor Pepper a day I'll do it to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, just looking at you and obviously, you know, I, I'm we're friends on Facebook, I see your post, you definitely are nowhere close to two twenty now.
1: No, not not even close. I mean, I don't weigh myself too much because I don't think someone should go by weight. You know, it should be more by your right. health. But yeah, the la- I weighed myself right before the marathon in April, and I was one forty nine and some change. And I mean, that Man. was that was just the best. I've I've gained a little. I'm at a happy weight now. You know, I'll have a little ice cream now and then. But
0: yeah, you know, I, I think that you have to do that. Yeah. Um. It's it's too hard to um. Just kind of go like on a diet type of thing because you're always you're a lot of people. I don't want to say always, but a lot of people are going to just do it for a few months and then kind of rebound back. That's what I think, you know. So for like for me, I'll still have like the ice cream or the pizza and stuff like that, but I don't do it as much as I used to. You know, like you're saying, like a twelve pack of soda or something. Like I don't, yeah, you know, I I, I don't deprive myself.
1: No, I mean, you can't just diet. I mean, you have to have a diet. You have to change your whole lifestyle. You know, Right. And I didn't do any sweets or soda or anything when I first started because I think it's important that you build that base. Right. You know, you get that engine running right. And after a while, now I can have a soda once in a while or that bowl of ice cream or, you know. Well,
0: I think you get to a point where you can control it. that urge. I I think, Jason, you would agree that in the beginning I was – definitely more strict you were very strict annoying strict probably annoying strict yes (laughs) where now i mean um i mean i i don't want to say i eat clean but i eat a lot cleaner than i ever did and 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 so i feel better but i know that you know if i want to have like you said a can of soda or whatever here there it's um I just think it works easier that way than trying to just completely you cut
2: everything out you know? yeah. right yeah.
0: exactly i mean some people can i mean some people can do it but i think the you know to use our podcast the average person i think it's better to just try to i mean Stephen, like you said in the beginning maybe you kind of do that
1: oh yeah i mean, I, you... I had the you know the the app that i'm logging in every calorie right. and what i'm taking out and yeah then you just get to point like i need to live a little too so
0: it, yeah, exactly. Because then it starts. Yeah, it,
1: you know, that's exactly. I'm what never going to make a living running, so I might as well enjoy some of the other things.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Have, did, were you a smoker or no?
1: Oh yeah, man. I was two packs a day. Marble oh, Reds. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. That's that's serious. Reds and two packs a day, but yep. Reds to boot. Yep. Oh my gosh. Now, did you did did you also kick that habit when oh, you yeah. started running? Or yeah, was I've
1: been it? been smoke free.
0: Uh, and that was part of part of the whole thing that, that was started part of with the it.
1: whole thing. Uh, I'm I'm still paying for it a little bit in my running. Is I can I can run faster than the times I post, but I don't. My lung capacity hasn't completely returned yet. I mean, twenty something years of smoking isn't going to fix itself right. in you know two years. So, but that that's my big limitation now is is my lung capacity. I mean, I'll tire. You know, I'll. I can't breathe, and I've got plenty of muscle left to go faster or farther. Right?
0: Are you at that point now where it just makes you sick when you smell it, or?
1: Oh yeah, you can't. I mean, you can smell it a mile away. You know, you just you you really start thinking, "My God, did I stink that bad? Why didn't somebody say something?" It's.
0: Yeah, I I was. I was a smoker myself. I quit before I, you know, years before I started running. But um, I think, I think even like with that too. You need something to kind of well first, I think you have to want to quit that's yeah, that's one yes, of the that's, biggest that's, things I mean, I tried you know patches um I tried pill different pills that were really just like antidepressants, but they were like, oh well, people that have you know depression that took them started to quit smoking, so then they started marketing as like pills to stop smoking, and none of that stuff worked until like I really got to the point where I wanted to quit um but I think those things can help you and help yeah. aid the process. But you, I mean, you really have to want to, and it, it with you doing such a lifestyle change, yeah. uh, I'm, I mean, again, being a, a smoker at one point, I could, I'm sure it was super hard, but the fact that you were changing your life and, and, you know, running incorporated in that had to really, I would think make it a little easier.
1: Yeah. Well, I was, I guess fortunate for me. I was a, uh, this is turning into a anti-smoking podcast, but, um, <laughs> I was never a smoker that could smoke and do something. You know, I couldn't have a cigarette dangling out of my mouth. and yeah, do, was I was either way, doing yeah. something or I was smoking. So as long as yep. I was doing something, I didn't care if I didn't smoke. So, you know, if yeah. I felt like a cigarette, time to run some more. <laughs> you <know? laughs> or, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. So just stay busy and you don't want it. I mean, I'll admit, even today, are there, there are times that a cigarette sounds... Good, yeah. You <laughs> know, I mean, eat that big Thanksgiving meal, and I'll admit, the, a cigarette. The thought honest. of it, yeah. The, the thought, thought of, of it, it is,
0: is you know that, that sometimes I'll go out well, because Nick. Now it's fall. That was always my. I loved smoking in the fall, going outside, and you know now it just makes me sick. As a matter of fact, last week I was out. It's like five in the morning. It was super dark out but i knew there was somebody out because i could smell it i couldn't Mm -hmm. see anybody but i smell i could smell and i was like now it just i don't (laughs) know if it's my body's way of telling me like don't even think about it but it just the smell of it makes me sick and and the same thing like you said i go man i can't believe my wife used to yell at me all the time like you stink so bad i'm like what are you talking about and now i smell people and i'm like oh it's it's yeah never again but no that's great so um you're, I mean, you're uh, you're a single dad, right?
1: Yep, have been for thirteen years now, fourteen years, like that.
0: And and you have two sons, right? How two, old are two they? Two
1: sons, they're fifteen and seventeen.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do they do they run with you at all?
1: No, my seventeen year old has started running a little bit with his friends, but you know, I'm dad. I'm not cool yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That hasn't worn off at seventeen mines thirteen, and he's at that point now.
1: oh no, no, he didn't start going through it till about a year ago, but I bought him his first set of hokas the other day, so he was happy <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> How did that go over at seventeen with his buddies?
1: Oh they love we're, them, man that thing's gonna be a fashion trend <laughs> you know? oh really, oh yeah, all his buddies are like those are some awesome
2: shoes <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny that's that's not usually what you hear about the the hocus, but. Yeah. They're good shoes. Um, so, first of all, I give you credit for that. I mean, I, my my wife is gone for the weekend, and I have three kids, and she just left this morning, and I'm already pulling my hair out. So, <laughs> I definitely give you props for that, man. That is that is awesome. And uh, with that, with having two two sons, how do you how do you get your running in?
1: Well, again, they're older, so you know I don't have to worry about leaving them. I mean, they're old enough. Right. And, um, as we were talking before the show, I literally live across the street from my work. Um, and their schools less than half a mile from our front door too. Um, you know, when we lived in Florida, I moved up here from, from Florida, actually around Denny's area. And, um, okay. you know, it was hard. I mean, they were young. So, you know, you had daycare and all that and an hour commute to work. But like I said, here it's, I walk to work and, if something's wrong at school. I can be at school in two minutes, so it, 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 that worked out for my running because I didn't have to worry about who's going to watch the kids because they were already older. Um, you know, Sunday after I may always make a big Sunday breakfast. So about an hour after breakfast, it's like all right, dad'll be back in three or four hours, and off oh, I go. You
0: run, af- you run after the big breakfast
1: on Sunday. I do because I, I try to mix it up. You know, my my week. You know, I'm out the door. I get up at four. Some out the door four 30 ish, you know, plank exercises, that type of stuff. Right. Um, and that's unfueled. And then Sunday I run a fueled run just to mix it up. I I don't, I have a philosophy. I don't try to do the same thing over and over because I've noticed other runners, if they always eat the same thing before a race or they have the same routine, if that routine's interrupted, I mean, they start I don't want to cuss on your podcast. They start complaining like crazy. <laughs> you know? Right? I don't. My do tummy's my tummy's like hurting. Know. You know, I didn't have my kale shake. My tummy's hurting this race. You know, I, I'm like that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's not sorry. <Shaw, laughs> guilty, of that brother. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not that bad. I but I,
0: I mean Close. I do I do no I do eat. Pretty much the same thing all the time, especially for breakfast. But I do that only for the fact that it's what sits well with me. I've always yeah. had stomach issues and everything, so I do it more just for that reason. It's not anything kind of like, you know, a ritual that I have to do it before a race.
2: Really, <laughs> yeah. it's not a, it's not an OCD ritual. That you have? No,
0: it's it's. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I it, honestly, I think that my I think that my OCD helps it because, like I said, it, it really truly is because. I mean, you've known me long enough that like, my—I've always had stomach issues or whatever, yes. and now that's pretty much gone. And I attribute that to the, to the way I eat my diet or however you want to call it. So I will eat the same things all the time because I know how I'm going to feel that day based on, the, you know what I mean, that I eat it all the time. Yes, I don't. I mean,
1: no, I mean I, I might get. get a wait. Little, yeah, well, we I, was just have say, I routines, might get a little you know?
0: antsy or something just because I know I'm, I'm falling off routine, but I'm not like the guy you're describing, you know, <laughs> yeah. that needs his needs his green smoothie before a race, because that's just what you do.
1: Yeah. You know, and if he doesn't get it, it's just the, the whole race is shot, you know, because he doesn't didn't yeah. have his green and Jason tails.
0: Jason's not buying this at all. He's giving me <laughs> he's giving me a look that is like, yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> but um, that's so, funny.
1: So, yeah, that's how I say. I like to mix it up once. So, and, yeah, I mean, I've eaten some things. I've gotten out on the run and gone, ugh. <laughs> that's not yeah. good.
0: But, but, uh, well, I was only wondering because, like, I say I can't do that. I can't eat, uh, like, a heavy meal and, and then go out and run. I will definitely start.
1: Yeah. And I'm not doing speed work. It's, you know, just a long, slow distance. you know, I'm just cranking it out, so.
0: But that was that really was uh my point of the question is you're like us where you get up bef- and you go out and get it done before before work.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I you know I don't really enjoy running in the evenings. I mean I I should um probably do it more. It's just after, you know, 10 hours at work, you know, I get home, I'm making dinner, you know, for the family and it's like I don't want to run.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's uh I don't think I mean, I still do it occasionally if I'm, maybe if I'm up late one night, I, I've gotten to the point where if I'm up to a certain point at at night, I just kind of call off the next morning's run just because I need to get some sleep. Right. I mean, I don't get a lot of sleep as it is, but, um, and I'll call that morning run off and then I'll, I'll just tell my wife, like, look, you know, I need to just run after work or whatever, especially if it's like a, a hard day. I do the easy hard kind of method. So if it's a hard day, I don't like to miss. And then. It's never as good. They're never for me personally. The afternoon runs because, like you said, I mean, I'm working in a factory, so it's it's physical, and I'm kind of burnt out by that. Right. You know, and the same thing. Uh, that, you know, now the kids are in school, so there's dinner, and now I can't run after dinner, so I have to wait a few hours, or I have to do it right after work. So, mm-hmm. I love running in the morning, and and I I have to thank Jason for that. He kind of turned me onto that. Where he, I would see him running in the morning, and I'm like, geez, how do you do that? But <laughs>
2: it's it's definitely hard to get up but i mean when you're done with your run i mean you feel great like the 2 hours after that you're at work and you're like yeah i, I i've accomplished something today and oh definitely you know, yeah no yeah. one else around you has done that and you just like you feel great
0: i get so many looks because the guys are just i mean now they'll they'll know but they're like oh he you wants to went running or something cuz i'm i'm like amped up you know exactly. i'm like energized after a run and and these guys are like you know i'm working with guys that are rolling out of bed and I've already put six miles in. Exactly. And, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it, it really hit me one day a couple months ago. You know, I went out for my run and um, I actually ended up making it longer than I planned. I, I ran a half marathon before work. <laughs> <You know>? and, <laughs> and I come in and everyone's, you know, coming in all sleepy eyed, you know, and, and complaining and drinking their coffee. And I'm like, I just ran a half marathon before work, you know? <laughs> so uh, it, yeah, it, and, it definitely amps you for the day, you know? But it, I mean
0: it takes dedication to to get yourself because at first it, it like you said Jason it's not easy to to get in it wasn't easy for me to transition I mean I always got up early but I'm getting up even earlier now and right. and um but it, I mean you have to want to do it and we've talked about this numerous times on the show I mean if you want to run and, and you have like a hectic life or whatever family life or whatever it is you got to you just got to find that time to to get out and if it means four o'clock in the morning yeah then
1: i mean the hardest thing for know. me the hardest thing for me is i'm a night owl i mean i I'd, I'd never went to bed before midnight and right and, and now it's like i've got to force my you know i'll actually just be sitting in front of my computer not doing anything and just have to go go to bed dummy you know
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I I tend to stay up a little bit later than I than I should. It's it's gotten better now that the kids are in school because they have a regular bedtime. Right. In the summer, like summer vacation, it was like, I mean, I'm going to bed at eleven thirty, twelve, twelve thirty, and I'm trying to get up at four thirty to go run, and it was just it it'll was starting catch wear up on with me quick. Oh yeah, by Friday night, um, I was falling asleep, wanting to go to bed at like ten o'clock on a Friday, and I'm like, God, I am old. <laughs> you know, like ten o'clock on a Friday at one time was like just getting in the shower and cracking a beer, getting ready you know, to go out. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> nothing good happened until midnight. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, I definitely i like i like doing the running in the morning. Um, so Stephen, this you ran one marathon so far.
1: I've done one full,
0: and that was this year, right? That was
1: in April in St. Louis.
0: Okay, so how did that go?
1: You know, that was, uh, I mean, not having another official full to compare it to. Um, right. It, it was perfect. I mean, the weather was perfect. Um, you know, the, the race was just very well organized. The aid stations were perfect. Um, you know, the hotel I booked was just in the right location, and that was just by accident. I didn't mm-hmm. really look where everything was at, but it was exactly one mile from the start-finish line.
0: Oh nice!
1: Um, so that worked, you know. That worked out great because after the run, it kind of forced me to have a nice, easy walk, you know, to loosen mm-hmm. some things up. But um, yeah, I, looking back, I think I could have done a little better. Um, not complaining, you know, because I right. am no, I I a real conservative, not knowing what to expect. Um, but when I crossed the finish, I, I still had a little in me, so I, I think I could have done a little bit better—not much, but a little bit better.
0: Right. Well, I yeah, I I would have to say probably um a lot of people probably look at that. I know because I ran my first one a month later. I, I remember when you ran yours seeing your mm. post and I'm like, Oh God, I'm gonna be doing this in a month. I can't <laughs> believe I'm gonna be doing this in a month, you know, and I think Andy, another guy over in uh Denny's uh Facebook group, I think Yeah, he, he ran, ran the same
1: one. Yeah, he ran. Was the it the same one. one? Yeah, same exact one. Uh, yeah. In fact, we were texting each other in the starting corrals because we'd never met. Like, where are you, dude? And he's like, I'm in this corral, I'm in a orange hat or whatever. And I'm looking around, and I, I couldn't find him, so we we never did meet up. But
0: oh, see, we the Buffalo Marathon they don't have corrals; it's just one big start. And oh, really? A full, yeah, it's a full marathon and half marathon, all just that's how they this have, one was. Oh, it was.
1: It was a full and a half together, but you had starting corrals. Oh, but you
0: had starting corrals. Yeah. yeah. See, this one was just everybody together, and they there was pacers with their signs. That was about it. You know, yeah. you kind of, I guess, self corralled by pacer. I guess maybe, but that's too much um, you to do. I I I, th- I think I kind of like it that way, just because you can kind of seed yourself where you want to go, and and. Um, I don't know. I kind of liked it. But, you know, I look back at mine and I think, well, if I would have done things differently, maybe I could have done better. I always think if I would have slowed down in the beginning a little longer, kept a slower pace, that maybe Mm -hmm. I would have had a little more gas. Because I, at the end, was just like, I'm done. Like, I was spent, you know. Um, Yeah. But I think, I mean, when I look at my split times, they're, they're pretty tight but mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been i should i should have definitely been slower for the first few miles i remember i remember when the when the half marathoners pulled off and we kind of turned and i was just like wow i feel absolutely amazing and then like 4 miles later i was like holy crap <laughs> i still ha- i still have like 9 miles to go so um uh but that's cool i mean you had the experience i think that's what i mean everyone says that and i think it's true The the first one you really shouldn't be going out for you know obviously it's a pr because your first one but it just have no idea what to expect
1: you know
0: right i mean you can train and prepare for it but it's just um it's just an amazing experience and now you know where you are at you know you know it was back in april so, right. do you have another one this year? Or, or? I
1: have one coming up November first, uh, the ba- the Bass Pro Marathon, and here in Springfield, mm-hmm. Missouri. Um, I, I think I should do better, and I probably just cursed myself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not really going to go all out on that one. I'm, I'm going to save that for that 50k. That's a month after that. Right. So I, I'm, I'm going to try to run it well, but I'm not going to push myself to, you know, passing out.
0: Right. I don't know. I mean, I obviously on uh, my next one, I, I, which won't be till May now, I was supposed to, to marathon again in November, but they kind of got squashed for uh, injury reasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely want to do better, but I don't think I don't know if I'll ever go like totally all out. Like my half marathon, I kind of did this year, and I plan on really going all all out at it in the, yeah. next year. But I think the marathon, I'll definitely try to to do better. I have a time I'd like to come around, but it's just it is such a cool experience. But um,
1: you know, any more for me, I I think we might have even talked about it before. I'm I'm not so concerned with going real fast anymore. I want to go farther, you know, yeah. on harder courses. I want to go farther, right. but, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll be 44. I'm never going to break any speed records, you know?
0: right? Well, I, I think, yeah, I think I'm the same way. Where I, I do want to. I think your limits are a little higher than mine. Um, 50k is where I, I think I can see myself kind of. That's where I'll plateau at. Mm. 50 mile. My wife has already told me like, no, that's, it's <laughs> not going to happen because I think she knows what training is involved in that, and I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. There is part of me that I would like to, just it sounds like 100-mile or no, never. Yeah, I, it just I doesn't don't know. What, I'm going to do one to someday,
1: but no time soon.
0: See, I don't even think, I don't even say I'll do one, I, I, but I think 50-mile maybe someday. Um But anyways, let's get into, okay, so you said, you mentioned you have a 50K after your marathon. So in De- like December 4th or something like you said, that you 5th, said it was? December 5th. Uh, so you, you're, uh, this is your first 50K, right? It's so my first 50K. You're pretty excited?
1: Yeah, and it's, it was kind of a last-minute ad. Uh, again, our friend Andy, that you'll probably explain who that is, but uh, he's the one that brought it up. And, um, you know, we live fairly close to each other within an hour, hour and a half. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that one. Why not? So that's going to be my first official ultra, and uh, then I've got the 50-mile in April.
0: Oh, so you're already, are you already locked in for the 50?
1: Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> Good for you, man. That is awesome. And that's, that's probably
1: where I'll stay for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So before we get to the 50, the, the 50 K, which is what? 31 miles, right? 32. Is, that, is it 32 around 32? 32.
1: 32, yeah. Like that? 32. Um, is that road trail or. It, it's like a, a rail trail, you know, it's crushed gravel pretty you know flat for our area
0: right okay uh, and then what yeah. about the 50 miler
1: it, it's on the same type of trail just old right. rail to trail um i don't i was you know you probably remember from our some of our facebook groups i teasing we have a ultra here called the soggy bottom which is just mm-hmm. I, I ran the course the other week it's brutal i mean brutal and they're having a 40 miler in february and i was you know i went and did 14 miles on it. I was like, there, there's no way I can do 40, not by no. February. Just you have to be realistic too. You know, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to have goals, but you got to have something that you got to have your goals at least obtainable. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Scary, but obtainable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't buy into the, you can do anything and you put your mind to, you no, know, there's, I think there's things that there's limits. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, I might be able to do that 40 in another year or two, I won't be ready this February for. Right. Just right. And that's
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Why why go out and if you're not ready um torture yourself and 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 possibly even injure yourself. I exactly. mean, you never you never know uh, how your body's going to react to the, to that distance. Um, exactly. But you run a you run a lot of of trails, don't you? Cuz I, I you've I've, made a few videos and
1: Yeah, I I've really gotten into trails just within the past three four months um mm-hmm. you know i did started roads obviously for most people people do and um you know i, I live out in the ozarks i mean there's just trails everywhere so uh, it just made sense to i was like i'll go try them you know let's see if, see what it's all about and yeah i mean you get a taste of them you're hooked i mean you either hate them or you're hooked i don't think there's really an in between right. um so yeah well yeah doing more and more of those
0: that's we I mean we talked about that a few two episodes ago and and that's how it was for us. I mean, Jason had mentioned running trails years ago, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> and now i you know I just
2: no, no you came around,
0: yeah, I came around, and I'm like next yeah. next year's run schedule is totally going or based around trail runs, like I'm gonna knock out a couple of five ks locally that I'm not gonna do and try to get in some more trails because it, it is i mean i'm totally in in love with with run'em i have um a 15 miler in like two weeks, I think it is. Yeah. In, in the hills, so that is something I'm super, super uh, psyched and looking forward to. But i is it is it um something that you can kind of go out your front door and maybe go a few miles and get in trails, or you got to drive?
1: um There is a conservation area that's less than five miles from my front door. Um, oh, that's nice. That that I can get a decent run in if I really want to get on. You know trails that are 30 40 50 miles long not that i run that long on trails but i need to drive at least 30 minutes you know right um, still
0: that's not bad
1: no i mean there's plenty of private property around here i you know everybody knows everybody so i guess i could just go run on their people's land if i wanted to you know that's right be an issue but yeah you know trails are usually my weekend thing you know i'll head out to a trail and that's in fact i've been doing almost all my long run training for this marathon on trails you know rather than doing 20 miles on the road i'll go do uh, pretty much i do it by time i'll just go out for right. three hours on the trails so maybe i'll only do 15 miles but it's on technical trails. so right I'm, yeah i'm kind of anxious to see if that's smart thinking or not so
0: <laughs> well you're having fun right
1: yeah, and that's the important thing, you know. And you're
0: and you're pretty consistent with with getting out there all the time. I mean, I we're friends on Strava as well, so I see you're you're always out there. It's not like you're going out once in a while, thinking that just because it's a technical trail that it's going to make up for any kind of lost time or anything. I mean, you're definitely out there.
1: No, I mean it's roads, you know, all during the week, and I I, I think this Sunday I'll actually do a long road run just to have one at least one under my belt before the marathon. So
0: yeah. Um, when you do, when you run these trails, do you ever meet anybody or bring anybody home? Or
1: um, usually I'm by myself. Um, when I went and ran Soggy Bottom the other week, I uh, actually met a guy on Strava from the area that lives ten minutes from Soggy Bottom. He's like, "Yeah, man, come on out, we'll run." So we went out and ran that. Um, there's a pretty good running group in Springfield, but Springfield's an hour away f- for me. I mean, I literally live in the sticks, so right. Um, most of my but, running is alone, but you have
0: brought people home, like four legged friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> wanna-
1: <laughs> yeah. I seem to always
0: have a dog or two follow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had a couple, right? That that there were a uh, couple
1: Australian Shepherds. That um, there's a lot of uh, immediate outside of my town here. I mean, there's just hundreds of miles of back country roads, just dirt roads, and that's probably my favorite thing to run of everything. And, uh, you know, they're all country people, so everyone's got a thousand dogs that aren't right. chained up or caged or under a fence. So um, they always come out and, you know, sniff you and all that. But, yeah, these two Australian shepherds come jumping out of a field and, you know, you stop and let them sniff you and you know, make sure you're okay. And usually they go away and they just started running with me and That's they insane. ran 11 miles all the way back to my place, <laughs> laid down on the porch. I brought some water out. Um, I loaded them in the car and drove them back to where I, they found me, although there wasn't a house real close. I didn't know where they went. Right. Kind of kicked them out of the car, you know, drove off and I'd be dying a few hours later. There they are again. <laughs> came back all the way back porch, to my right? place. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh,
0: that was, that was a funny post when you, when you had that, I thought, man, he's got some new pets, yeah, especially when they so, came back.
1: Yeah. I did find the owner though. So it was, uh. It's good to get them back. And then the very next weekend, I had another dog follow me for six miles.
0: <laughs> but um, but all yeah. the dogs have been pretty cool with you, no, no incidents. I have not or... had any –
1: I haven't had any dog troubles. I mean, I. A lot of times I think people make their own dog troubles. You know, dogs can usually – they sense weakness. You know, they sense fear. If you just stop and let them sniff you and let them know you're boss, I think 99% of them are okay
0: yeah i I, I think yeah, it no. can be that way but like i live we live here out in the burbs and and so um, you know the dogs a lot of them are very territorial Right. uh, I've had some incidents. Like I actually took one of my dogs in the neighborhood running, which is really fun because he he'll stay at a heel. I mean, he's got to stay on a leash because we're not in the country, but he will run with me at a heel. He listens to me, Mm -hmm. and um, one day, like we ran by this house, and these two dogs got out of their fence and just came. I mean, their hair was standing up on their backs, their tails, and they were like. And I ended up going down. And uh, it was it was pretty scary because I mean oh. the last thing I saw were these two dogs with just like fangs you know hanging out oh, and boy. big puffy tails and luckily they they stopped at the neighbor's front lawn and and I just kind of yelled at them to go away but um and then I've had some other dogs kind of come out viciously but nothing nothing's attacked but that's kind of so then that makes me I guess the weaker fearful at times like when there is some rails to trails here where they mm. you're kind of going it's not wooded but um you're behind people's houses in some tree uh canopies Mm -hmm. but there's backyards up there and i'm always like constantly on guard for something (laughs) to come out because there's a lot of pits and stuff around here oh
1: man
0: no whether or not whether or not they get a bad name or not i i don't (laughs) trust them
1: oh one of my favorite routes i run i don't know if the guy is a beagle breeder or what but I'm not exaggerating. He's got 100 beagles in his front yard, and you come by, they just all come rushing out at you. You feel like the, the kid in the diaper commercial, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: but luckily but, they're all friendly. But.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. That That's good that, uh, you know, they're all pretty cool dogs. And I mean, like I said, it's a little different. Maybe out in the country they are more, like you said, they just want to say hi and, and see yeah. how everything's going. We're yeah. here. You know, you, you're a Houses all over the place, they get kind of territorial, and
1: yeah, people don't treat them right, and you know,
0: yeah. So, um, so I was gonna ask what your like goal race was, but I think that 50 milers that's gonna be it, huh? For yeah, next that's year? That's,
1: that's, my, that's my goal race for next year. I'm trying to decide whether I'm gonna run St. Louis or not again because they're only like three weeks apart. So if I did St. Louis, it'd just be as a training run. And, right. you know, you you got to budget this stuff, too. I mean, there's no such thing as a cheap race anymore. So it's... Yeah, you're
0: right. I mean, that's part of the reason why my November is kind of, at this yeah. point, pretty much out the window. Because I, I was a little... I got a little banged up after my other marathon later in the summer. And, um, you know, these prices, inc- the increases every couple weeks. And now it's like... I think it's like 120 bucks and... It's in a month and a half, so it's kind of you yeah. know. If I could have got in when it was like seventy, like I did, yeah. like I already paid for my Buffalo, which is next Mo- Memorial Day weekend. I paid for it already because it's a lot cheaper, and now I don't have to worry about it. Right. Um, but I did see last week um, our local, the Buffalo Bills NFL team. They won, so um, the marathon director or whoever, because the Bills won, they, they made it half price. The oh other wow. Night. Yeah, but I didn't even have that at that point. And I was like, darn it all, because I really want to do it. But, um, you know, I what are you going to do? I'm, hey, let me ask you guys.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you guys, something I've noticed around here. Are your race shirts getting cheap as hell? Man, I, the last four races I've done, they've just been just junk shirts you get with.
2: them. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree with that. You know, there's, they're, they're, they're hit and miss, I've noticed. You know, you get couple races where they're nice shirts.
0: I, I complained and about then, a lot. Yeah. I mean Ooh. I've been
1: noticed you know, even races that have historically had really nice shirts this year have just been and I just picked my packet up today for the one I'm running tomorrow. And generally it's you know a real high quality new balance tech shirt and
0: Oh, we never get that. Not that yeah. high quality. Not
2: a, yeah, not a new balance. I mean we'll get a we'll get a tech shirt, but my, my
0: marathon shirt is really nice. I mean yeah. it, the Buffalo Marathon shirt is really nice and, but and you know what though I think I'm a little different I'd actually prefer a cotton shirt um be, just because I I'd, I'd rather wear right the shirt out do you know what I mean like like the trail race I just did a few weeks ago the the 8 in the rough they actually mm-hmm. gave us a cotton t-shirt which is awesome because then I'll just wear it as a t-shirt or I don't wear tech shirts as just a Go out Everyday wear. But I mean, like
1: last week when I did the half in Columbia, Missouri, uh, which was an expensive half. uh, I mean, it was a cotton T-shirt. It was Mm -hmm. just so thin and junky. I just threw it right in a rag pile. I mean, I wouldn't even wear it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But we have gotten some tech shirts where I'm just like, really, purple for everybody? (laughs) Like, (laughs) was there a sale on purple? So, yes, I I think we both agree that um, for the most part. A lot of the shirts we get but you know i just stick them in the closet all by themselves and just kind of i guess collect them so that
1: i was just wondering if it was a national thing that they're just going down in quality every place or it was just here because
0: yeah i think it's just one of those things you know race directors probably got so much money to yeah you know everything just gets more and more expensive plus especially like like 5k's or half marathons they're super popular now so you you know they're probably trying to Cut costs where they can, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose. I, but you, I have, know th- you,
0: have, you have some sweet medals behind you. Are those all half medals? Are you getting five k medals too?
1: Oh no, I've got some five ks and there's a what three halves and my full back there.
0: See, we don't get. Um, we haven't gotten any five k medals that weren't unless placing.
2: You're, yeah, unless well,
1: you're those, place. yeah, those are those are. Um, Two, two wins, each group, and um, one second overall from All my right. 5Ks back there. Yeah, I haven't run any 5Ks where everyone gets a medal. I don't know yeah. if I agree with that I've one s- or not.
0: I've seen it. I've seen it online where, where yeah. you get just like a finisher medal or anything. But, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Which, I mean, I don't know. Well,
1: whatever. I mean, that's, they what they want to yeah. do. that's fine. But
0: I was know. hoping to get one for the eight in the rough. They had a bunch of medals. Like, oh man, are they giving those to everybody because I knew I didn't. Pl- I knew I wasn't close to placing for that race, yeah. but I I wanted something. But I got a mug. So that's oh yeah, cool. oh
1: that's right. Cool one t-shirt. of my medals is for my first trail race. I took uh, second place in my age division. So
0: no, that's pretty awesome yeah. on your first one.
1: Yeah, that's shocked the hell out of me too. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, one one thing uh, we'll probably start wrapping up soon, but um, yeah, you you posted something today that you thought about on your on your uh, run this morning. We don't have to go through the whole thing, but can you just kind of talk about what that was? I thought it was pretty pretty uh, amusing, oh. and Jason doesn't know what it was, so
1: oh well. You know, as runners, you know, you get out on that morning run, you start solving the world's problems, <laughs> and you know. You know, and reinventing aeronaut stuff, and I just you know didn't feel like any of that, so I was just just thinking, and I started thinking, well, what's the difference between a runner and a jogger? You know, so right. I was just coming up, and th- you know, most of them are tongue and cheeky and stuff. So um, yeah, I had posted this list I came up with and asked people to add to it, and I think a couple people got offended by it or something, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but but uh, you know, like you know, what I had was you know joggers really care what they wear out jogging. They have to match and all that. Where a runner doesn't care, will wear pink tights or old blue jeans if that's appropriate for the run, you know, you know, know, just stuff like that. Right, or a runner
0: runner will get out there if it's raining or... Or
1: 100 degrees or, you know, zero degrees, we don't care. Where a jogger will want to go out when things are perfect, you know, just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty amusing because... Jason's wife and my wife love to call...
2: They make fun of us. Yeah, they
0: love to call us joggers because I think in the beginning, um, I think I showed a little offense taken by it at first.
2: You did, and your wife picked right up. On yeah, her. and my wife yeah, <laughs> Nicole is
0: very keen on that. You know, she's like, "Oh, that pissed him off." Okay, jogger. Okay, we'll keep so at she it. All, yeah, she calls me jogger all the time. And now, I'm, I even told her, "I'm like, look, I don't care anymore. You can Call me a jogger. And it <laughs> yeah. doesn't bother too me." Late. I don't care either. And it is. Yeah, you're right. It's too late now. It's like it's already. She's like, "Yeah, right." You
2: no, know that's rubbed off on the Terry too.
0: Yes, your <laughs> your wife does it too. And you know, it's funny. I think it was on Google Plus where somebody. Somebody was talking about that, um, about being called a jogger or whatever. And I even said on there, like, you know, I used to get offended for it because I thought I had to be offended for it. But I don't know why I got offended for it. It was just weird. Like, I, I was like, yeah, I guess I don't whatever. really care. And that was kind of why I was like, I don't care. But that post that you had um, – if you don't mind, I'm just going to copy and paste and put that in the show notes. Oh, I won't put all the right. comments, but I just thought yeah, that was, I thought it was funny. And yeah, hopefully nobody I've got offended. Of. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it probably does hold true. I mean, there's a lot of people, and, and you know, whatever reason people are out there running, it's, it's awesome, anyways. But some yeah. of them, some people are like us where we get, it's a little bit, I think, more part of our lives. And it's a lifestyle. So, Yes, yeah, and so was, we will go do it when it's hot or cold. We yeah. may bitch, we may bitch about yeah. it, but we'll still but do we're it. Doing you know? it,
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: But someone that's might a, be like, "Oh, it's just it's run day or it's jog day," and they'll and they'll be like, "Oh, it's raining, so I'm not going to jog today." So exactly. there's like there is definitely a difference, and and I don't think anybody got offended on that posting. Um, mm. I don't think so. It, it was all in good fun, but again, yeah, like I said, I, I, I think some of it was kind of. True.
1: You know, the one thing that always gets me, I try to let it slide though, but still gets one of those people go, well, you're a little hobby. Yeah. (laughs) You're a little hobby. Like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I think someone we know has mentioned that to me too as well. My hobby. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. You know, it's, um, I guess, you know, you and I talked about this the other night that, um, unless you're, I don't even want to, I don't want to say runner, but you know, unless you're like us where it is part of your lifestyle, you, you, you don't get it. People, no, just, you don't they don't all. get it. They think you know? it's just to get out there and get exercise. And, and yeah, that's part of it. That's a, that's a benefit of doing it, but it's just so much more. Um, yeah. It, it can be so much more mental. Than,
1: exactly. It's more about the mental than it is the physical. I mean, you could get in shape a hundred different easier ways, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, it's about I. It's, I think to you know to be a real runner, especially a distance runner, you you, you got to be a little screwed up in the head. You, know? <laughs> you got to have some deep issues someplace, even if you don't recognize them.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, I think uh, you're. I think you're probably right. I mean, you, there's a lot of mind games. I, I was just talking to my son about my 13 year old today about it, and trying to explain to him, you know. Part of the reason like why I do it and and liking the fact that, um, uh, you know, I go out there and for instance, like last week, I I did a 20 miler, I went out with the with the expectation of doing a 15 to 18. And then I ended up making a turn in my route, because I knew it would give me the extra couple miles. And I tried to tell him like, it's that mind game where I'm you know, 16 miles in and I'm going, oh, you know, I could just go this way and just be done with it. I could have it done early. And right. you know, you're, you it's like that little angel and devil on your shoulders. You're in, it's, it's satisfying afterwards when you don't give in to. and I'm not saying if you're like in pain or something's really wrong, but it's just like, you're getting tired, but you know, you can do it. So I like the fact that I'll make myself do what I'm set out to do. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah,
1: you know my my biggest thing that oh. I liked is um how much you learn about yourself when you're running when you're putting on those long miles you know you you really do get to dig down into the deepest parts of yourself and they're kind of thrown in front of you, and you have to deal with it
0: right oh. it's It's good therapy that definitely can be so um, you got anything else, Jason? I thought there was something else, but uh, slipping my mind. It'll it'll come to me after we're done recording. Oh,
1: it's how it always happens. Yeah.
0: But um, so Stephen, where uh, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? What are some of the places?
1: Um, on Twitter, I'm um, zero meters one. So that's just the number one. Um, Facebook, I'm usually trolling around either the Dizruns Runs tribes. We'll give Daniel a little plug there, or um. There's a few other groups I frequent, and just Twitter's the easiest, I guess. Right. I'm on Google Plus, Zero Meters on there too. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a challenge, uh, tag yes, team yes. challenge.
1: Doing the tag team challenge. Yeah.
0: Uh, team uh, Trek Wars. Trek Wars. Um, if you guys listened to last week's episode, I had Neil Willis on, and he was talking about the uh, Google Plus uh g plus fun runs and that's where we have a bunch of challenges uh if you listen to that episode he talks all about it just different kinds of challenges we have going on there in this month's challenge uh there's actually three challenges going on this month and he basically said runner's choice you we started voting on it but it was kind of all over the place so he said you know what you can do whatever you want you can do one two or i'm gonna try to shoot for all three and um it was 150 miles i think no it's a it's 110 miles for the month of october is one challenge 150 miles for a tag team so um a team of i think it was supposed to be a team of two but maybe it's more and then there's um i think there was a third one that i can't remember. oh the third one was uh something like you did on strava which we can talk about in a second where it's a 10k challenge where basically the first half of the month you run a 10k the second half you run the same route and just you know there's no prize in or anything it's just kind of Doing the same route, see how you if you can best that first time around. So we're doing the um, the tag team for the one hundred and fifty miles and i picked you cuz i knew you'd have some some high mileage this month and you yeah, had we, some we, should have that, we
1: should have that wrapped up by next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
0: so um, so yeah if you if you haven't listened to that episode go check that out it's uh, episode 8 with neil willis and he he talks all about that and uh, head over to google plus and and join the g plus fun runs there's a lot of cool people over there very supportive yeah, of each other and um like i said the challenges it's just he does it to make running a little bit more funner, just add a little bit mm-hmm. to to that. And, um, and like Stephen said, check out, uh, Denny's podcast, Denny Cray. He's got the Diz Runs with podcast. Um, what was, you told me earlier, what was your favorite episode? Was it 116 you were telling me that was your No, that was boring one, that man. Was that was that the boring was the worst
1: episode. episode the had on there, Uh oh, snooze fat. I used, in fact, when I can't sleep at night. I put my headphones on and I pull up 116.
0: 116.
1: Out like a light. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was the episode I was on. But.
1: Uh. <laughs>
0: But Jeff, definitely tech, uh, check out Denny's uh, podcast. It's uh, it's an awesome one. He just did a, an episode where he does a question episode every month, and all the uh, all listeners can go on Facebook. He has the Diz Runs Tribe, and you can just kind of post questions, and then he goes through them. He's got a background in sports medicine, and he's a trainer and uh, running coach. So he goes through them. It's really good. I mean, they're all good, but this month's question one was uh, it was pretty solid. It was a long it was a episode. Long one. Yeah, it was. So definitely uh, check that out. I'll put a link to that and maybe even episode 116. I'll put on there too. So
1: um, kind of yin and yang there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess we'll let people be the judge of that. But uh okay, so I don't I don't really have anything. Jason, how before we go, how are uh, things going with you? Do you want to comment on on your progress or?
2: My lack of progress? No, I'm, uh, I'm out on injured reserve, so. You're, you're still out? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Things are not getting uh, better? Things
2: are not getting better. I, I'm, I'm actually going on vacation at the end of next week, so when I get back, I'm going to talk to a uh, sports doctor and see see what we can figure out here. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that's good. I'm uh, hoping he can figure something out for you. I don't want you thrown in the towel.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, that, I mean, you know, that's how I feel, though. That's, that's yeah, what's awful it's, about this is I just feel like, this is it man, I, I gotta stop. Were you
1: we having knee problems or
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just you know, I've been doing all kinds of stretching and I've even thrown in some yoga poses and stuff and trying to trying, trying to, to do all this stuff it. and I'm and I'm not running and it's they still are just killing me. Oh. You know, like right now they're killing me sitting here. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: We gotta get uh, that fixed, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah that's... you're telling me it's screwed up my whole end of year here. Yeah. had yeah. Had some plans, you know.
0: Well, I'm hoping you can make one more race at Lindsay's. That's our closer every year. So we'll see. Well, maybe you'll drive me.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drive you and cheer you on.
0: Is this? I guess it's safe to say because um, I'm training for the for the race in Wellsville. I don't even know the name of it. It's just a 15 mile trail. I guess I'm going solo to that race. I on. wanted
2: to do that. I was going to just buck up and sign up for the 15 miler. And the are you serious? I was going to do it, but I, I I went up a hill yesterday and was screaming.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm going alone. So
2: <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing that with you.
0: All right. We still have a few weeks. Maybe you'll miraculously yeah, wake up maybe. and be like, oh,
2: everything's great. <laughs> Take a couple couple of leaves and uh, see what happens. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'll continue my training for that race, and that you know, could possibly be my last one of the year. I don't know what, where I'm at, but I'm taking it one at a time. But the 18th of October will be my trail race, so we'll definitely uh, – have an episode after that whether it's the two of us or me or whatever i don't know we'll have something out but this will probably be the last one before that um that's about it that's all i got steven thanks for uh thanks for coming on man i we're gonna have to have you on and we'll do that app episode
1: yeah so, that sounds good hey, i appreciate, appreciate you having me
0: yeah it was great uh, great meeting you kind of in person i yeah, guess
1: yeah no, you know back I mean, and forth on
0: I think this is like how the kids do it these days, right? This is like in person for the kids these days, huh?
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, no, it would definitely. It was great having you on. We'll uh, have to get you on again. We'll do, uh, we'll do something with the apps. And you're, you're very active on Strava. You're, you yes, run a group over there as well. Yes. And Find uh, me on Strava. Check
1: them out there and, and uh, everywhere
0: else. I have everything in the show notes for all of the... Uh, Lord, I made it to the station
1: Hey, good morning, brother man.